0: It's you and your money time, and today it's Lawrence Hale, Principal Managing Partner and Chief Investment Officer at Weiss Hale and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, and today our primary topic will be Managing Investment Stress During Market Volatility. Lawrence, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. A lot of uncertainty in the markets over the last two months. What are we to make about that?
1: Well, it's you know, there's no question that uh, there's there's been a fair amount of volatility over the last few months, and uh, you know, with ballooning inflation, that served as a source of stress and and worry for investors. And markets generally don't like uncertainty. And recent le- headlines have definitely had their share of, uh, of of uncertainty in there. But feeling hopeless hopeless about a unpredictable stock market certainly isn't any help. And during times like this, it's important to remember that there are ways to reduce your stress and make a plan for moving forward. As much as we like to think we can control the markets, we can't, so it's important to focus on the things that we can control.
0: And we'll get into that stress management coming up as the program moves on today. But as usual, we begin the program on having you tell us where the markets are at right now.
1: Well, we had a little bump yesterday, making the the year look not quite as bleak as it it started, um, with the Fed increasing interest rates by only 0.5% or half of 1%, uh, a little less than some people were expecting, but still a difficult start to the year. The S&P 500 index, a broad-based U.S. stock index, is down about 9.3% for the year. International markets off a bit more than that. Uh, the msci EFA, which is an international index, down about 13.1%. And bonds have really struggled and had a very, very difficult year with the bond market uh, rates increasing very rapidly in anticipation of these Fed increases over the coming 12 to 18 months. And the bond market, as gauged by the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, down 9.4%.
0: Now, just tell those of us people on the street specifically what it means to us when you see a headline in the Wall Street Journal like this one: "Fed interest rates, Powell raises half percentage point." Will that? Af- how does that affect us, the small guy?
1: Sure, it's, you know the Fed has a few different tools in their toolbox that they can use to control monetary policy and essentially the cost of money. And one of those is by changing the discount rate, which is the rate at which they lend to banks in the Federal Reserve System. So if you look at where mortgage rates have have gone over the last roughly 12 months or so, those have already moved up. If you're getting a car loan, if you're looking at interest rates on bonds, those have already moved up. Those are... Uh, related, but generally independent from what the interest rate that the Fed will set is. The Fed uses interest rate uh, changes to essentially, by by changing that cost of overnight borrowing, uh, essentially add fuel to the economy or stimulate the economy, or in the case of rising rates, start to tap the brakes, and that's one of the things they're doing to try to combat inflation. Uh, but one of the challenges is is their their dual mandate is manage inflation uh with a target around 2 to 3% and keep unemployment low we already have low unemployment but we do have inflation so they need to to kind of thread the needle here as they're evaluating their actions regarding interest rates and some of the other tools they have
0: as we're talking today about managing investment stress during market volatility all right Lawrence, walk me through. What steps should investors take, especially now?
1: Well, definitely uh, the first thing they should do is always prioritize their mental mental health. So if you think about it, stress, no matter where it comes from, impacts things like sleep, cognition, and overall physical health. So in times of financial stress as well as social uncertainty, it's important to first regulate your own mental well-being so that you can make rational decisions based on fact and not on fear.
0: That would start with the Red Sox winning a few games. All right, besides that, what are some of the ways to do that with respect to financial decision-making?
1: Well, first, consider making some lifestyle changes to help manage stress before making any big investment-related decisions. So stress makes us feel as if we're losing control. Focus on your overall wellness. Uh, can help you feel as though you're taking back control of those aspects of life that you can control so things like exercise, eating well, getting the sleep you need, and making time for activities that you enjoy. They're time-worn suggestions, and coming from a financial advisor, they may sound odd, but they actually really do work.
0: All great suggestions and much better choices than some other ways people might choose to blow off steam.
1: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Wayne. So the last thing you want to do is use unhealthy ways to cope. These can be harder to recognize than one might expect, and of course, you shouldn't Drink or smoke to excess to cope uh, when you cope with stress, and also be wary of overworking yourself or unnecessary risk taking. You should also make sure you stay socially connected, and I'm I'm not talking about on social media. Um, Social support increases resilience to stress, especially after the last couple of years when the combined effects of financial stress. And social distancing have made us all susceptible to feelings of isolation. So lean into your support system, connect with others to avoid feeling consumed by anxious thoughts.
0: It was interesting, Lawrence, is that all these You and Your Money shows we've done every month, this topic hasn't come up before, but I do think it's an important topic. And to be honest, it's an important topic for any time you're thinking about investing, not just during volatile times.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it really comes down to keeping a good long-term perspective on the situation. So remember that you can't control the markets, but you can control how you respond. And as long as that response is based on a solid understanding of long-term market performance and not in-the-moment panic, history shows that investments are going to be just fine over the long term.
0: So once we've made sure to take care of our mental health and we're in a good headspace, how then do we approach this volatile financial market and with that in mind with the way the numbers have gone down lately for some aggressive risk takers is this a good time to invest
1: well i you know there is a saying that that the stock market's the only store in the world that when things go on sale everybody runs out of the store and uh that you you know some people may take this as an opportunity to to find some bargains but you know, when you think about, you know, things that you can do to help alleviate your stress, one of the first things to do, as much as some people may not want to do this, is take a break from constantly checking your investments. Over-checking your portfolio is definitely ill-advised in general, and even more so during market downturns. So for most people, investing is a long-term proposition. Constantly checking your investments is not only unnecessary, but also often a a cause of some unnecessary stress because the fluctuations on a day-to-day are very likely to even out over time and get back to normal in the days, weeks, and months ahead. And the same goes for over-consuming news about the stock market. This can definitely increase the chance of making hasty, emotionally driven decisions, and it may be in your best interest to momentarily step away from, from investment updates in order to gain some uh, perspective. And I I like to say, it. you know, take a little, have a little uh, news diet uh, related to the financial news.
0: That's really a good point. But by the same token, isn't it kind of hard to do that because you're getting hit with it every hour, every day, and it's difficult not to think about it and maybe pay a little more attention on what your numbers have been doing lately?
1: It is. But if you think about, you know, kind of keeping that in perspective is, is what's being said on the news relative to your individual financial goals particularly if those goals may be 5, 10, 15 or 20 years down the road. So it's it's kind of like worrying about the weather every single day, uh knowing that we live in New England and the weather's going to be unpredictable and and uh some days it's going to be nice and some days it's it's not, but over time, we, we live in a beautiful part of the world, and if you want warmer weather, there are places to go, or, or colder weather, the same. So, um, But definitely, you want to make sure you're assessing your goals and remind yourself of that time horizon. So despite volatility, uh, understand that markets have performed well over time, uh, and keeping yourself conscious of those long-term returns is crucial, and that your investment plan will outlast periods of market uncertainty.
0: As we've often talked about, Lawrence, that if you leave your money alone, it's only a paper loss because, as you said, it usually finds a way to bounce back. So if you make a panic move and pull it out, you're going to lose some money that you might not lose if you keep it in that account.
1: Well, you know that's definitely true. You always want to make sure you have a good quality portfolio with, with solid investments aligned to your goals and your risk tolerance and understand in advance – what are the range of potential outcomes that you could see, so that it's not a surprise when you do hit periods of uncertainty, like and market volatility, like we're in now. Um, you know, understand this relative to your plan. Something that we focus on every single day is, you know, pulling back, taking a step away from the markets and what the balance on the portfolio may be today and look at things in perspective. And when you look at things, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now, you know, this is a normal environment. Take a look at a stock chart, you know, an S&P 500 chart. Uh, go ahead and Google it, S&P 500, and zoom out to uh, about a 15- or 20-year period. And things like the 2020 uh, market correction from the pandemic, the 2008-2009 financial crisis, those aren't going to look as big uh, in that perspective as they did at the time.
0: Yeah, I was thinking 2008 when you said that, that, you know, the sky was falling then, but it seemed to bounce back okay too. So maybe you can use that as some short-term perspective too. Now, Lawrence, with the current dip, has it been equal opportunity across all fields of the market? Did it affect the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P the same, or did one of those markets take a bigger hit or maybe a smaller hit than the rest?
1: You know, it it has not been a completely even uh, market adjustment. You know, we've seen areas of the market that performed the best over the last roughly two years uh, be hit the most. Think of a lot of technology-oriented investments, uh, companies that had appreciated at levels that, you know, really outstripped their valuation. So those are the areas that have been impacted the most as, as uh, the cost of money or the prospect of the cost of money in, has been increasing. Um, companies that are a little bit more uh, stable, boring, you know, think of things in the consumer staples industry, That y- even the energy industry. Those are areas that have actually done much better in this uh, market environment. But, you know, markets cycle in and out and not everything is uh, going to go up at the same time, and that's why we stress the importance of diversification, which essentially just means don't put all your eggs in one basket.
0: Well, our topic today is managing investment stress during market volatility, and we do have a volatile market right now. You talked about how it may be in your best interest to momentarily step away from in-the-moment investment updates in order to gain perspective. Then what do you do?
1: Well, then, you know, you definitely want to make sure that – that. Uh, you, you you assess your goals, uh, look at what your time horizon is, and, and understand that in, in perspective before you make any hasty decisions. So the performance of, of stocks over previous years or even decades can be used as a guide to give you a sense of, of that. But again, bringing it back to your financial plan, your situation, and understanding what today's market volatility means in the context of that if you're someone, as you said earlier, uh, who's contributing to a retirement account or adding money into the market, hey, prices are a lot cheaper than they were six months ago. So for you, it may be a great opportunity to to uh, take advantage. Someone who may be closer to retirement, I know we're going to talk about that in a second, Maybe a little bit more concerning. But again, retirement can last a long time.
0: All right. So what if you don't have a lot of time? What if you are due to retire this year, for example?
1: Definitely. that you know, That's a bit of a different situation, but when you really want to partner with a seasoned financial advisor to make the best possible decision for your overall needs and financial strategy. So uh, really, no matter what your circumstances are, the fundamental piece of advice, advice is avoid making uninformed decisions. So patiently observing your losses isn't easy. There's no question about that. But note that as bear market losses average around 33%, bull markets or when markets go up are usually much longer in duration and come with an average gain of 159%. Um, so bear market, uh, are, are they're definitely a normal part of investing as uncomfortable periods of time as they can be, but don't allow that volatile market to cause too, too much distress. And long-term returns will outweigh the short-term losses and focus on your mental well- well-being and solidify your financial plans. That's how you're going to manage through these periods of uncertainty.
0: Lawrence, do you and your partners at Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky hear more from your clients when the market is doing what it's doing now than you would if it were stable? Are you getting more phone calls? Are you getting more in-person visits? And maybe to play along with our line of managing investment stress, maybe more couch time?
1: You know, I I would say... there are other reasons why clients will call us more frequently, things like tax time and, and so forth. But everyone's situation is a little bit different. Uh sometimes people have a difficult time pulling themselves away from uh the you know the the media and the hype around uh the markets. Like you said, it is constant. Um, but again, having a conversation and looking at uh someone's financial plan that we we, we really bring the focus back to we stress test plans to make sure that they can survive periods like we're going through right now. Um, it is, uh, as uncomfortable as it is, it is part of investing, and you need to make sure that uh, you are focused on that plan and not on what is my balance today, did the Dow go up or the S&P go down or or, or something like that. So, uh, But absolutely, sometimes people need hand-holding, and, and we're always here to make sure that our clients feel comfortable and confident in their long-term plan.
0: With all the doom and gloom of the daily news reports, is there an aspect of the market that has managed to survive this without a dip? Is there one aspect maybe that's gone up in one part of the market?
1: There are some areas of the available investment world, if you will, that have have done all right. You know, you think about the price of oil. Uh, you know, energy has done very well. Uh, some certain commodities, as there have seen, you know, this inflation everybody has uh, been witnessing, uh, that has been a benefit to certain commodity-based companies or, or uh, industries or commodities themselves. However, you need to be very, very cautious of chasing The one area that has done very well so you need like i said to make sure you're diversified and if you look at the long-term power of the capital markets particularly in stocks and bonds um not that they're the only investments that are available to people but those are are major drivers of the growth of capital over time but again the, the the operative word there is time not you know, uh, a, a one-week, one-month period.
0: Hey, you got a new member of your team. We haven't heard from him yet. Maybe we will down the road here, but uh, tell me about Vice President, Associate Financial Advisor, Michael Baum.
1: Well, we're very, very happy to have uh, Mike join our team. He's a seasoned uh, financial professional uh, with a great depth of knowledge, particularly in areas of, of uh, equity compensation and, and, a deep financial planning background. Uh, a local, uh, local man who, uh, I've known for many, many years and, uh, we're, we're happy to have him, recruited him out of, uh, actually one of our, our firms that, that we partner with and, and he's been a great addition, uh, even though I think he's now just in, in week six and I'm sure, sure you'll hear him on one of your shows in the very near future.
0: Sounds good to me, and thank you for sharing the information today about managing investment stress during market volatility. How can listeners get in touch if they would like to help with their own financial strategy and investments the help you can provide?
1: Well, if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in a few different ways. You can reach out to us online at whzwealth.com or by emailing us at info at whzwealth.com. Or definitely give us a phone call at 860-928-2341 and learn more about our Plan Well, Invest Well, Live Well process and how that can help you.
0: Sounds good. Always good to catch up with our friend Lawrence Hale, Managing Investment Stress During Market Volatility, our topic for today's show. Lawrence, thanks for joining me this morning.
1: Great to be here and thanks for having me, Wayne. Anytime.
0: Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky, Strategic Wealth Advisors, Principal Managing Partners, James A. Zahansky and Lawrence Hale, along with Senior Vice President, Financial Advisor, Liesl Cording, offer securities and advisory services through Commonwealth Financial Network, Member FINRA, SIPC, a Registered Investment Advisor, Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. They practice at 697 Pomfret Street, Pomfret Center, Connecticut 06259, and their phone number, 860-928-2341. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors do not provide legal or tax advice. The tenured financial services team strives to support clients in achieving their financial life goals. Content sourced and researched through 2021 Commonwealth Financial Network. For more information regarding wealth management and customized financial planning with Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, please visit whzwealth.com. 14 WILI Willimaneck and 95.3 FM.